Now, the shotgun start in golf is full of mathematics. Um, there's a lot, of, a lot of setup work that we have to do in order to make a tournament work. So, I'm going to demonstrate to you just exactly how we do a shotgun start here. Greetings and welcome to a Wednesday edition of the Shotgun Start. It is July 24th. Andy, how are we doing? Brendan, doing great. This is the week we've been waiting for all year. <laughs> the Swamp Why Ass Invitational. <laughs> the WGC Swamp Ass Invitational the Office cold, Park Challenge. Cold cold front ro- rolled in though, I guess. It's very yeah. nice very nice in, in Memphis right now. So <laughs> they're they're just they're touting this. They're like, hey, we dodged a bullet. It's actually not gonna be a hundred and humid. So this is like a, a break that the PGA tour caught, I guess. So it's delightful in Chicago right now. So That's if there's anything great. like that here uh, there. Well, full disclosure, we're recording this a little earlier on our normal Wednesday uh, for our Wednesday episode, so we don't have all the normal details. I'm, I'm out at the beach with the family, kind of hiding, stowed away uh, earlier, so we don't have featured groups yet. We can't, you know, we don't have tea times yet, but we still have plenty to talk about. Tons, as far as tons I'm concerned. Tons to talk about. I wonder if uh, is Camp Champ? He's not in the WGC. He is, is he? not. He is not. Okay. He's not playing the the CUDA either. And we got the CUDA. That's the other thing. We got opposite field uh, magic going on. And two majors as well. So it's essentially the exact same field as the uh, as last week. And the in CUDA, yeah. At Barbasol and Barracuda, just yeah. like everybody just gets on the charter, goes out to Reno. I don't think they give a charter for that. No, I'm kidding. I'm, you know, there's. Like a tipster, Johnny Begzos, or whatever his name is, said we need to look into Jay McLuhan, who played in the Barbasol. He's now out there. He says he's on Twitter screaming about his clubs being lost by United. So I don't think there's actually a charter. Danielle so. Kang's clubs are lost right now, too, in France. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, that is... I mean, that's a much more common thing. I don't, like Every year, you get the guys going over the Scottish, going over the Open, women going over the Women's Open... Just always a catastrophe. What is what is it about going abroad? Those international airlines. You know, shit happened. Who was the one that like his bag showed up and it looked like a bomb went off, like a powder? Like, do you remember this? Like two years ago, at St. Andrews, just covered his bag. Everything was just covered in this like white powder. It looked like something, you know, just went off inside his travel bag. Lucky like, it was an anthrax. Can't even fly. All right, uh, so schedule for the week. Let's get into it. Uh, we have the WGC Swamp Ass Invitational presented by Inatech Office Park. Uh, that is at TPC Southwinds in Memphis. We also have the Barracuda Championship, as for aforementioned Barracuda Championship at Reno Tahoe. Uh, I think this is the last year for Barracuda as the title. Because really? for next year's schedule, I think it's already being referred to again as the Reno Tahoe. Open. The uh, I know this is the last event that we will get an eclectic field list that's 
you know, that gives us relics from the past, like Neil Lancaster. <laughs> Neil, no, Neil Lancaster is uh, not in the field. I, I, I don't know who caused this, but reform is underway for the opposite field events. Yeah, how about that? You want to talk about that? Yeah, this is this is great news. So, what are the new new regulations? Do we understand? I, like, they're going to start pulling more people up from the Corn Ferry Tour, the KFC Tour, as, as far as I understand. And they're also, I think that the fields aren't going to be so large. I you know, yeah, we, from what I've uh, what I gathered, I don't have it right in front of me, but sure. it's going to go 120 people. Yep. And then yep. they were, aren't it, rather than filling with you know these names that we've really made a name of here on the Shotgun Start. It's kind of disappointing for our content. Oh, I know it's been a field day really since that first one, whatever it was, Puerto Rico. Just incredible stuff. So uh, the they are now going to fill from the top uh, of the Corn Ferry Tour. So kind of like what we've been uh, asking for. I've got it right now. There's a new cut policy, so they eliminate eliminating the MDF, which yeah, is the Fincher great. rule. <laughs> then the board also approved a regulation reducing the field size from 132 to 120, which you already stated, and stipulation that the fields be expanded to accommodate all of the players from the Corn Ferry Tour category if needed. So, just filling it, you know, making those opposite field events what they should be opportunities for guys who are still really trying to have a career on the PGA Tour as opposed to, I don't know, Guy Boros, who's J- not really trying to J-Don? do it. J-Don, I mean. I think Tommy Ganey just got in the field today. He did because uh, Bobby McIntyre bailed. So there's like, I was looking at this um, CUDA field, how they build it. There's like two commissioner's exemptions for foreign players. So I don't know how they do that. The commissioner just like, is he like recruiting guys away from the Euro Tour? Like, hey, because you know, Euro, Euro, the top flight Euros are going to come anyways. They're going to come play the WGC. I they're going to come, come play the CUDA. Well, he hands out two of them. He gave one to that Andrea Pavan, who won uh, recently. Yeah. And the other one was for Bobby McIntyre. And Bobby Mack bailed, withdrew today. Do you think, I think I know what Bobby Mack's doing. What's he doing? Partying with uh, Lowry. Why? I don't know. It just seems like just those two guys would be buddies. So uh, Tommy Ganey takes Bobby Mack's spot in uh, Reno. Huh? Uh, which you mentioned Lowry. Lowry just just breaking news. He's withdrawing from WGC Swamp Ass. Who couldn't see that coming? Who who couldn't <laughs> couldn't foresee that there's going to be a influx? Like the most exciting part of the of the wgc after a major is like the major champions next start like yeah. a, it's like a compelling storyline oh yep they're never gonna come <laughs> well that was the big thing the year spieth won the masters he went he still upheld his commitment at uh harbor town people were like oh this kid's just the best he's gonna be amazing you know probably earned more endorsement deals off of that just that by- was the start of the golden boy that was an early yeah. early step in golden boy status how how yeah. you achieve golden boy status that's that's an early step but i will say making the drive from augusta to hilton head is a little more you know less daunting than trying to fly from you know, a Dublin pub where you're, you know, in the gutter. They pour you into a cab from a Dublin pub to fly to Memphis, Tennessee. I think it's about it. Different. 
I think about it from the standpoint of what we do during major championships and how like the week after I just feel like I'm just like regrouping and I, I the last thing I want to do is like grind like yeah. really hard on like another tournament like if yeah. you know producing like daily articles and, and yeah. podcasts and then I think about like think about the the mental anguish and physical toll that that winning a major championship. Yeah takes and going and playing a golf tournament the next week would be the last thing that i would ever want to do one that's also you know four time zones away from (laughs) ireland to tennessee it's i think you're gonna see a lot of that this week what's that just guys completely checked out the problem is they can't you know dive bomb it below the cut line you know that's fine they'll collect their check but you know we're gonna see some you think there'll be wds I just think we're going to see some apathy, some general oh, yeah, apathy. Yeah, it's going to be incredible. <laughs> They're lucky they get that cold front. Lord, could you imagine that? If it was like 95 and humid? So let's just do this right now. Like, we've said this, we said this since this podcast started. We've talked about this event. Memphis is an awesome city. I love it. The grit and grind Grizzlies. Maybe my they, favorite they non... Are, they aren't going to be the grit and grind Grizzlies anymore. They're like the I most understand. exciting young t- team in the league, maybe. I'm, Them I'm and the Hawks. About, I'm talking about the bygone days. Well, like, you maybe, know, you got to update. Uh, this is this is a new era. They're like number one league pass team this year. I'm league just two? kind of trying to explain so, my affinity for the city of Memphis. I, they were my favorite like non-Cavs team there for many years. Love staying up watch, watching those Western Conference playoffs. Uh, love Memphis, incredible city full of culture and character. This event is a travesty. This is nothing against Memphis. This event is a disgrace that this is occurring July, late July in Memphis, the WGC, the week after a major championship abroad. Like that's it. That's the, that it's objectively not a good thing. And the fact that like, Kyle Porter, you see what he tweeted? Oh, my God. Porter tweeted something <laughs> like an aerial. He's probably going to be mad I'm talking about this. He tweeted like an aerial of Portrush during last week. He goes, can you imagine going from this to Memphis? And, like, Memphis Twitter lost its collective shit. Oh, like, my the guy, God. Like, Do you Portrush see that article the guy wrote? And now <laughs> it's content. Now it's content in Memphis. Porter, I think, is he, he hasn't told me he's on this, like, tour like he's all going on the memphis radio shows he's in Me- talking to memphis columnists like this is like it feels like i'm living in an alternate universe that like he had to a pot like it's a very basic thing like memphis can be great this tournament is like soulless it's soulless based and it's not no fault of you know the memphis people but like this is not a good spot on the schedule it's a total dire complete contrast to uh to the to the I don't know, organic and authenticity of the open. And that's all it is. And I'd say the same thing if we were going to Akron the week after the open. If, if we were going like, to if we were going to Medina in Chicago, a place that has championship pedigree and it was sixty four guys with just a giant pile of cash and no cut, it'd be the same thing. It's unbelievable. Like the people that freaked the hell out. I Porter, like I can't believe that column was an that column. I felt like I was living in the twilight zone. 
I literally was laughing out loud while I was reading it. It's like the Memphis commercial appeal, the newspaper. And they're like, try to put Porter in his place about why this event like is going to be great and deserves to exist. And like, this it's like, it's nothing against Memphis. It's, it's, it's a whole different separate category. And going from Portrush to Memphis, that's the only issue. And it's like, this is like, and, and, you know, getting player comments that they love the course and every year they love coming there, that carries, that has the weight of like a pebble. Like that doesn't matter at all. They say that like every time when they show up to a tournament, they're like, oh, we love the people there. That's my least favorite trope is like when the local newscaster shows up, he's like, hey, uh, Tiger, just I'll use, a local, I'll use a local <laughs> example. It's like, Tiger, what do you think about these DC crowds? Like they'd ask him that every time. <laughs> in time at the quick loans and like what's he gonna say like he's not gonna say like they suck or it's too hot this you know, course is a dump like you know what like, it reminds uh, me of yeah. shooter mcgavin and happy gilmore you know the people the city of portland this place just keeps getting better and better every time i come back like, must be something in the water like i mean and that's just like this it's so funny because shooter mcgavin is like essentially a fictitious spoof on the tour pro a regular tour pro and like that's what he's saying and that's what every local report not every lots of local (laughs) reporters go to do here's what the the quote from keegan bradley this is what i was thinking of when i said it (laughs) it's got one of the best reputations on tour it's just a tough great course and our our friend lou brown uh, yeah. had a great <laughs> translation he you know he decided to translate this quote yeah. but but what makes it extra special is the palpable sense of obligation that permeates <laughs> the event despite the massive pile of cash that compels us to be here <laughs> palpable sense of obligation is so well put <laughs> because i mean listen i will literally get... there this is an appearance fee event <laughs> yeah yeah. There's no cut. The least amount of money you're walking away with is like seventy-five grand. Like, think about that. That's more than guys. that's more than most Americans make in two years. In two years, these guys get for just showing up. And I will say, like, and this is a larger conversation. I think we should have around the WGCs, and it's not specific to this one. But like, I've noticed at Akron, I noticed a real sense of like apathy like real amongst the players like real play like last year like you have this dream field it's a dream field that you kill for anywhere like riviera or whatever you know harbor whatever course like kill for this field and like these guys like if they're out of it after like 15 holes on thursday like they're just there like they're not like they're bored they're unemotional. They're like going last, out. At, they're going out at night. They're getting worse for wear. <laughs> like last year, you had Justin Thomas. And it was just like sputtered. Like no one's making a charge. Like I think, really, I think the WGCs, and this is probably um, this is my own, you know, conspiracy. I think the WGCs are sort of at a crossroads, in my opinion, in terms of them being, I, I don't know, just completely losing their lust, losing any. They've never been you know, these grand events that they've been hyped up to be. But, like, I feel like they're really getting their legs cut out from under them. I think we're at a crossroads here where, like, if you're a title sponsor, like, this, these guys, like, are just kind of 
these guys already, most of them already have enough money to die 10 times over, live and die 10 times over. But like, they're really losing a little bit of any kind of competitive uh, intensity at all. We've talked about this with travelers. Money isn't what makes a great event. It's it's an organic feel that makes a great event. Like, yeah. I'm not the biggest fan of like TPC. I don't like TPC Scottsdale. I'm not the biggest waste management fan, but yeah. waste management became like a premier event on the PGA Tour calendar yeah. organically. Yeah. Like yeah. they didn't set out to be something they aren't. Like they created their own atmosphere, right? Yeah. And now yeah. everybody's trying to have like TPC uh, Scottsdale. Like we're going to have a TPC Scottsdale. It's like, no, the travelers went out and yeah. created their own atmosphere and a yeah. tough schedule spot and it, yeah. it's worked out really well like the wgcs yeah are just were complete fabrication like just basically created and you know they, uh, flashback friday we're going to we're going to talk about oh, yes. the creation of the wgcs on flashback yes. friday <laughs> yes. I, just so you know i've yes. already been prepping you know, I was. Oh, I can't is, wait. I usually don't prep until Thursday afternoon, and this is <laughs> this is early early Tuesday prep. Um, and uh, it, it we're just going to talk about you know what what it was supposed to be and what it is. You know, um, I I will say I got to throw one more. I saw in in the run up of people popping back at Porter or one of these, some critical comment. It could have been anybody on golf Twitter, like their golf Twitter and Memphis Twitter might be, you know, they're going to the mattresses this week. Uh, somebody said something about it, the course or something. And somebody responded, a local Memphis person is like, this is not true. We have, it's actually one of the hardest courses on tour. We have the second most water hazards, second most lakes of any course on tour. I pulled. I pulled. Like you're a, not helping. You're hurting them. You're I, not helping them. You're hurting them. I pulled a Phil, Phil Mickelson quote from. Oh uh, God! It was in Will, Will Bardwell did a really good history of the Memphis tournament and and kind of like how golf has stayed in Memphis. Like recommended Ly, lying lying four dot com. Yeah, right? lying okay. four four is spelled out. And uh, but there is this great Phil Mickelson uh, quote that I had to pull out of it. As a, <laughs> I think it's the most underrated course we have on tour. <laughs> Phil said, "It's such a straightforward, fun test of golf. <laughs> like Lynx golf is like the complete opposite of a straightforward test. Right, fun test. It's just so uh, funny. This is going to be like the complete opposite of Port Rush every every year of the Open. And and here's one of the things I didn't even think about until I saw somebody mention it on Twitter." Next year, imagine this calendar we just went through with yeah. the Olympics. Oh, jeez. <laughs> well, it's got to be. Is this the schedule next year? Yes. But the Olympics are early because it's Tokyo. I think the Olympics are like starting right now. Yeah. Next so, year, so like, like late July. What's going to happen? Like this, it's going to be absolute fucking Plus- madness. So like, they're going to go open WGC Tokyo? Tokyo and then FedEx Cup? Oh, my God. What a clusterfuck. Uh, That's so I, crazy. I got a question for you. Our boy Brooksy is in the field. Yeah. Cooch is in the field. Yep. They are so tight in this FedEx Cup. I was looking at the FedEx Cup. I've been, I've been doing some analysis in the standings here. 
Oh God. Okay. One thing I noticed when when the when the PGA Tour runs congruent events, when there is an opposite field event and another event, concurrent. Yeah. Concurrent. Yeah. The uh, the FedEx Cup doesn't update. The projections oh. are all wrong <laughs> on one of the events. They cannot run simultaneous events <laughs> and have the FedEx Cup update work properly. My, didn't, my uh, follow-up an question. Player tip you off? Didn't an unnamed player tip you off to this? Yes. My, my he was follow-up... trying to get his FedEx Cup number and it wasn't updating because yeah. he had two events. He had no year. clue what he was. So my, my <laughs> follow-up question would be, how can we trust this organization to run a net and gross <laughs> event at the same time during the FedEx Cup at the Tour Championship? How are we going to have a net and a gross event? Like, I think the OWGR should pull, pull That's the That's what, yeah. Well, that was my next question. I bet the OW, they're not even running it. OWGR just is running the second, the uh, gross contest. And the PGA Tour is just going to do their own little net championship. Not even worry about it. They right? don't even to have up- to do the gross. <laughs> yeah. So the OWGR rankings board, which begrudgingly, you know, gave this, you know, circus, you know, side contest where you start 10 strokes better than people, rankings points. They're going to have to maintain their own separate board for the, for the rankings points. Because, like, the guy who shoots, like, you know, 17 under, you know, and wins the gross, like that's not going to be anywhere on the board. It's just going to be, he could lose by 10 shots. It doesn't even matter. I'm disappointed that they're starting the guys 10 under, like instead of giving them strokes on the number one handicap hole. (laughs) Oh man, that's an amazing twist. Oh, they should have done that. Well, he got a net four there. (laughs) Well, he's number one in the FedEx Cup, so he's popping on seven holes today. Number two in the FedEx Cup pops on four. So, but, so anyways, back to my before our <laughs> yeah. divergence here. Yeah, yeah. So, so Brooks is thirty-seven points ahead of Matt Kuchar in the FedEx Cup. Not a big margin. <laughs> okay. Okay. Say, say he's still ahead of him. You know, say say he's eighty points ahead of him going into Wyndham. Yeah. Winner of this Wyndham rewards thing gets two yeah. million. It's crazy. Second yeah. place gets one in one point five. Will Brooks show up and like no. just try and make the cut? It's a five hundred thousand dollar no appearance fee in in actual. What if it's just like he all he has to do is make the cut? I it's it's antithetical to everything we know about Brooksy. Like if this were the case, he would 500 have 500 grand, half a million dollars. He, he would have an equipment contract. If that matter, he would be locked into an equipment deal. This is antithetical to everything we know about Brooks. I'll be disappointed if he shows up at Wyndham. Wyndham, uh, great event, great event, the Sedgefield, great course, but like it's kind of being, you know, st- Take had its soul like scraped out of its. It had an you know, awesome bone. soul. I know. It was all I about know. the one twenty five. I know. I know. No, the, uh, it's, it's the chase for extra mints on your pillow. Do you, we, we definitely know the 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 reversal of this scenario. If Brooks was showing up to Wyndham, and Kuchar was ahead, 
We know Cooch is coming. Oh, he's thirsty. He's <laughs> sprinting there. This could, yeah. this could make up for the L2 can uh, <laughs> debacle. Uh, can I read you anything else on Memphis? Are you good? Uh, I, mean, I got some general FedEx Cup stuff. What One thing on Memphis, like I will tell about the course, like my favorite thing is like, you think we're joking about the office park stuff? Like, there are literally office buildings in the background of all, like, half of these shots. There's, like, some guy, like, working on TPS reports in the background. <laughs> it's stapling documents while these guys play through. I it's, promise you. It's Keep got, an eye out for it. The backyard of all these offices is the golf course. I mean, there's some, like, you know you know mcmansions on certain holes too but like yes there are definitely offices i will say for a tpc course it's not the worst yeah what is okay that's maybe a topic for another day what is the worst oh well there you have to go through the a band like the the i think like tpc tpc heron bay which used to host a tour event in south florida is one of the worst (laughs) golf courses in the world Maybe not the world, but like the the country in the country, without a question. I want to know more about Kuala Lumpur and how T- how that got in the TPC network. But that's that's another topic for another day. So yeah, uh, um, what are your FedEx? What are you what are you crunching over there? All right, so so it's just uh, it's fascinating. I, I, I the the bottom the one twenty five. I love watching it. This is actually FedEx Cup season for me. This is when I get interested because you got jobs yeah. online this is cards when, this Go is when cards. i want it actually shoved down my throat because yeah, I, sure. I am always captivated at like who's gonna play well with their job on the line all yeah. right well kind of job on the line because if you finish 126 yeah. you're still getting you know yes. 18 20 starts um a lot of stuff martin trainer is uh is once 22nd he won this year. Yeah, he won. Uh, what was it? Dominican or pa- Dominican? Uh, yeah, Dominican. Okay. He's he's earned fifty four points outside of that win. Oh shit! He's three hundred and fifty four hey, points. Can we talk about the Herman? Yes. Well, I'm getting. To, he's nuts. All right, all right. Jim Herman, really cool that he won after like just a disastrous year. I mean, injuries, not playing well, missed. Yeah. So many cuts. Like his best finish is like a T fortieth or something like that. Um, I mean, he's made like three cuts on the whole year. He wins last week. He is still outside the top one twenty five. He's one thirty four. He's he's earned sixteen points in his nineteen other starts. I was I was crying. I was crying laughing when they announced that at the end. You know how they uh like the end of the tournament, they wrap up, give your last FedEx Cup update. Like, and they're always like, do this dramatic reveal. Like, with the win today, you know, uh, Justin Thomas has launched himself into third. And the announcer, whoever it was on Golf Channel, was like morose. He's like, the wind taken out of his sails. He's like, and the win today moves Jim Herman to 134th on the FedEx <laughs> Cup. I was crying. I was like, why did he just won an event? Hey, and see, he's not even in the 125. See, he said 134, but that's yeah. that was the that was what happens because of the opposite field. Oh, it was wrong. The- he was 135. 
Oh my god. Because it doesn't update right. When they have two events going on at once. Yeah. God. Um so here are some names outside the top one twenty five. You're gonna be surprised at some of these. Yeah. Daniel Berger, one twenty six. Ooh. He's he not a, in the field at Memphis, right? That's his spot. Two years ago, he was on the President's Cup team. Yeah. Now he's just, he's always boating, fishing. You know what I love? Is that Wikipedia lists the former champions of the WGC FedEx St. Jude properly as the Uh, former champions of the St. Jude. Oh, I like that. Meanwhile, you go over to the LUP Land website and you click on former champions and it lists yeah. all the winners from Bridgestone at uh, Akron. Tiger's won it eight times. And Think all about this. it. Tiger not showing up to the to the tour site that he won eight times. You think <laughs> Memphis people are offended by that? <laughs> I feel like that would be more of a middle finger than uh, than what what Kyle did. <laughs> uh, yeah, the the whole the mind you know gymnastics you need to do that they're trying to foist on us here with this like lowest score will knights had a great tweet about it it's like imagine trying to explain this to someone like lowest score of all time it's like al guyberger plus also like tiger shooting 61 on that friday a couple years ago like it's just a a total mess (laughs) like (laughs) that they're trying to the thing that i don't understand is that like in essence, the PGA Tour is trying to erase the entire history of an event, of one of their own events. Yeah, that they made. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't understand old... it. Why would you erase it? And, like, I get that you, like, maybe you list both. You just start new ones. You start a new history. Or you leave this as the St. Jude. Yes. But just the... The, the Firestone Invitational or whatever, Bridgestone, is like capped. That's it. It's a time capsule. You stop. That's what it is. So you can't be making these crazy references this year to what happened at a different venue. It's just capped. Time capsule. Separate thing. You know, this is I, you know, a little preview of uh, Flashback, but this is, the, this is the first year where everything that was set out to, that we are completely gone, you know, because Firestone was, was a holdover from the very beginning. Of the WGCs. Oh, so every WGC is the original is no longer. Yeah, is that what you're saying? Yeah, because Firestone was an original, one of the original three WGCs. Oh yeah, I so, loved going to that. I, the old NEC Invitational, that yeah. thing was awesome. Yeah, was go same. down to that. It, it, great, right. great memories because a great field. You know, that's what it causes. Um, all right, more FedEx outside top 125. Duffner, who will be playing in Reno, 131. Oh, Man, I saw him in the Barbasol field list last week, and I did a double take when we were prepping. It's like, wow, playing opposite field events now. Bill Haas, 137. Did Duffner, didn't he win last year? Yeah, so he'll, he'll he's fine. Okay. Bill Haas. Haas. And he wow. Bill Haas missed it last year, so he used a like a money list exemption or a former winner like some one of those you know lifetime achievement uh exemption <laughs> sure sure okay bo hostler young you know young, young bo. 140 i mean that's okay you know these young guys are gonna have dips yeah aaron wise is like 118 it's crazy yeah. 
Um, yeah. Zach Johnson, 150. Oh, gosh. He's got to have some forever exemption, right? He, he can play on the for he, making as much money in tour and stuff he's done. He could probably play for 10 years on exemptions. <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure he's got he's got a military exemption for being a troop too. <laughs> military ID. <laughs> God. All right. That might get him some extra points actually. <laughs> yeah. See when that that kicks in at the end of the year. Uh last one I got written down here. Jimmy Walker. Walker Texas backstopper 152. Oh, wow, what's he done this year? You're right. I feel like I haven't heard from him. That's crazy. What what would Sony be without Jimmy Walker? Wow. I, he's like the whole West Coast swing. Really through like Pebble. He's Walker. he's got to have a, a money list former champ. See, this is the whole problem with this thing. Like this is where I really it really the tour really frustrates me. Yeah. It's like 125 doesn't really mean anything. Like 150 is a big deal. Because yeah. then you don't have conditional. But like once yeah. you miss, you're gone. You should be gone. None of this exemption bullshit. <laughs> Cause you, you really you're, do. There's you're in some like category where you get a bunch of starts when you're like one twenty eight, one thirty, all these things. You you're the job of the tour should be to put the best field week after week in front of fans. Whether whether in like one guy that should be playing this week at, at Barracuda should be Christopher Ventura, who's won two web events in three or four weeks. Like you can't tell me there's a hundred guys in the world right now playing better golf than Christopher Ventura. Like your job <laughs> as the tour is to get this guy in front of a TV. Is it Christopher or Christopher? Whatever. <laughs> Regrets error. <laughs> no, I. It could be Christopher, but I, I'm pretty sure it's Christopher, just spelled a little differently. I, I'll have to. I'll have to. Scandinavian. Ask, I'm gonna have to. Scandinavian spelling. Ask the Oklahoma uh, State. No. I mean, I'll ask Kyle Porter. He's getting a lot of run it's, today. <laughs> it's uh It's a good point. Like, and you've gotten back to this with Scheffler, right? Like, Scheffler should be up on the tour, beginning starts. Well, uh, he's not playing great right now, though. Like, yeah. it's like your job, like there should be some movement here. Like your right, job right. is to get the best players. In, like that is what your core product is. Watching the PGA tour is watching the best players in the world. And the best players in the world is not like a static thing. Like shit changes. There's 50 guys that are consistently the best players in the world. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Just looking through this field list at the WGC. God, Kevin Twey, Keynes is in there. Yeah, of course he won. He won the Safeway. <laughs> Can I read you the alternate list for Barracuda? Uh, Tommy Ganey in Heath Slocum. Didn't know he was still playing golf. He's getting know he's health enough. He's getting ready for uh, the FedEx Cup. Liberty National. <laughs> you think he's getting in a? Respective past champions exemption to the he Liberty should, National. He should. Northern Trust. <laughs> they really should put him in there. Ganey Slocum, Angel Cabrera, Paul Goidos, Cameron Beckman, Michael Bradley, J. Don Blake, Olin Brown, Neil Lancaster, and Chris Smith. That's your alternate list. How how does that happen? I uh, 
Anyways. It's changing. All right. The times are changing. The times are changing. That's the last time we're ever going to get to read a, a, a sponsor or, or, exempt, an or an alternate list that in that fashion. All right. What else do we got here? We, we got majors. We just totally jumped off the cliff. Of, we're supposed to run through the events. We went into 30 minutes on FedEx Cup and WGC Memphis stuff. Um, we have the Evian Championship on the LPGA Tour. Major championship over in uh, France, right? France, I think yeah. that's France. Um, this, they finally moved this up. It said Evian La Bain, Baines. I'm not going to pretend to pronounce that. That's on Golf Channel. Five Bons. to seven, eight. Bonds? Bonds. I don't know. Wake up with wake up with that on Golf Channel on uh, Thursday, Friday. A little bit on CNBC, you know, on the weekends. What uh, uh, what takes uh what, does the senior open when do they come on? How does that work with both of them the same week? I don't know. Both on uh, abroad Se- seems like an oversight. I think that's what why they're doing the yeah they're juggling back and forth. They're going like five to seven a.m. That's seven to nine thirty. How does this seniors. happen? <laughs> won't like, even let me finish. Can't they just like sit down and have like a. A, I think that's group, probably why they're bringing meeting. I think that's probably why they're bringing CNBC in yeah, on the but weekend. I shouldn't have to choose a morning major. Oh. Like, just like sit down together and talk about it. Hey, you know what? Like, we want to do this this date. Like, uh, can we not schedule it the same 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 date? Like, can we not have major championships? Can like we're we're secondary tour. Like, I'm I don't mean this in any disrespect, but you know we're a second and third tour in terms of the pecking order like let's not fight each other yeah shouldn't be having majors up against each other no the evian's the one that moved so evian used to be way deep in september maybe even october and it was just a catastrophe weather-wise remember that like it'd just be pouring i think could be wrong i feel like this course is on like the side of a mountain it is that may be completely incorrect but i think it is well it's sponsored by evian Porn. That's true. Naive, spelled backwards, right? Yeah. Was that always the rumor growing up? Always the joke? It's just tap water, and they called it Evian. It's naive, spelled backwards. We were all just chumps for drinking it. Um. All right. So that's those. Those two are battling back and forth. Senior opens at Lytham. Our boy Brandel. Uh, Our boy. Your boy. <laughs> I don't. I'm not uh, playing golf with Brandel, getting compliments, getting, you know, I, puffing my chest out about what Brandel said about my golf game. Like, I've never said that. Get the fuck out of here. I don't know if we've ever told this story on air. So uh, Porath played with Brandel in uh, in California before the U.S. Open, and uh, he said, you know, I'm an 18 handicap, and proceeded to hit like a 290 drive right down the oh, middle on the first. It was like 330. It was <laughs> elevated to I mean, like 320. 320 right down the middle. He's like 40 yards in front of Brandel. Oh, Brandel's playing back. I'm up with Eamon. Like I played way ahead of him. Like way and I was probably, yeah, yeah, I was, yeah. I was playing way up. So. so second shot hits the flagstick, drops down to about seven feet. He rolls the putt in. And Brandel's like Bert. bewildered. Like I'm giving you 18 shots. <laughs> <laughs> yep, that, that, that did happen. Did happen. That was a good day. But no, he he qualified on Monday. Uh, 
Are you going to watch Champions Tour? Live them? What, what was the better better moment? That moment with Brandel or piping the drive off one in front of Mike Davis? <laughs> you going with that story? No. No story. Just. Uh, <laughs> we lost service there. Oh, well. Uh, so you like Lytham? Um, You know anything about it? Yeah, yeah. I Where like Lytham. Lytham's good. We're going to St. George. Next yeah, St. George's is the closest one to London. That'll be super cool. I'm going to try and go to that one. Um, oh. So, Lytham, I mean, I think that makes the Champions tour, Senior Tour, Senior Open worth watching, right? Oh, I yeah. Mean, the, the Lytham's draw, great. The, yeah. It's one of the best. It, it's it's a great, you know, open championship rota venue. And uh, I think, like, the seniors make it a little bit less. I mean, these guys are still hitting at 300, but not everybody, yeah. is, like, is... It makes Lynx Golf a little bit more interesting. I think, like, the one that's going to be super interesting is 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 when the, the women play the women open. But, unfortunately, it's not at, it's not at like, a great Lynx course. It's at, like, a modern one. But then that women's one at uh, Renaissance Club should be should be fun to watch. All right. So, rounding it out, Price Cutter Charity Championship presented by Dr. Pepper on the web tour at Highland Springs in uh, Springfield, Missouri. What's with all these double these double sponsorships going on? Well, the, the web tour I thought like had trouble doing this and they got these these, you know, this title sponsor championship and then the presented by championship. They, they've got this is like two or three of the last Four weeks, they've got these double title sponsors, Dr. Pepper and Price Cutter. Yeah, and, and, and then the, the prize money is still complete shit. <laughs> Can I, I'm going to tell, tell, tell an off-the-record story here. I, I heard uh, somebody told me, this is many years ago, they were having some player council meeting or whatever it was, and they're, like, they're trying to figure out where to send the money to divvy up prizes and funds and all this. Some guy gives an impassioned speech about like the money needs to go to the web tour. Like the web purses are woefully like what they they're not what they should be. And like all the players or whoever's in this council, like, yeah, they agree, they vote, like it's going to the web tour. And like Fincham comes up, walks, taps him on the shoulder, because it's going to the champions tour. Just totally neglects. Wipes out the player's wishes. It's like, no, we're going to say, I appreciate your compliments. I appreciate your passion. It's going to the Champions Tour. And they just sent whatever this amount of money was to Champions Tour purses. So there you go. While, while we were talking about Web Tour purses, I figured I'd share that one. Uh, uh, that You know, something that I learned, Jim Herman's win, second win on tour, qualifies yeah. by winning twice on tour, you qualify for the senior tour. Oh, I'm not sure what the other requirement, uh, like the the other ways you can qualify, but two wins does it. Interesting. I saw JJ Henry is exempt because past champion of respective event is the exemption he has for the Barracuda. Well, you know, this is a big week for JJ. Why? if he can, uh, if he can put together a good finish, he he'll be in web uh, web finals. He's number two hundred right now. <laughs> He's got to get in that web finals. Can you imagine JJ grinding on the web tour next year? <laughs> no, I can't. He's not going to do that. Although he is, you know, 
he doesn't have a pot to piss in because he played in the before the Tiger era. <laughs> he maybe he needs to be out there, you know, making money. I think he should talk to Ed Fiore. Talk to, <laughs> talk to a guy that won five times, you know, play, about uh, made 360 cuts about about what it was like playing before the Tiger era. Literally before the Tiger era. <laughs> Uh, all right. Uh, big. And then with the web start. This yeah. is we got to watch the we got to watch the KFC points bucket. Can I talk about one other thing? Yeah, of course. It's your podcast. That's where we're here. The PGA Tour owns and operates five tours. Yeah, six tours. We'll keep yeah. the champions out of this. Five tours. Yeah, yeah. You got the PGA Tour China. Um, Mackenzie Tour. Latino. Latino, Corn Ferry, and the PGA Tour. How ridiculous is it that we have five different currencies? Oh, you mean in terms of points? Or what do you mean? Yeah. It's essentially like we every state you go into, your money's <laughs> no good here. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm enjoying where this is going. I'm not sure I'm sold yet. Okay. So what are you, like a corn ferry tour point has no value in the FedEx Cup? Yes, yeah, yeah. So is this like, what you're getting at? Like, should there be some sort of unified euro like system? Is that where the points all like a corn ferry point maybe one tenth of a FedEx Cup point? Is that what you're getting at here? Well, something along these lines needs to happen because like it's not it's not proper. So somebody could be like somebody could be theoretically two hundred and first. So Chip McDaniel is a good case. Chip McDaniel right now, based off of PGA Tour points, will be 202nd on the money on the on the FedEx Cup, and he's outside of what he needs to get into Web Finals. Say he's played on I don't know what he is on the Web the or the Corn Ferry sorry Corn Ferry Tour, yeah. but say yeah. he's played and and he's got he's made like four or five cuts on the Corn Ferry Tour, or say say he was. 76 he could conceivably be 201st on the pga tour fedex cup points miss the web finals there and he could be 76 on the web on the on the corn ferry list and miss the 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 finals that way by one spot you could conceivably be in a spot where you've earned 76 you're in like combined you're like how are you not in the in the finals but I feel like you're not okay. I got what you're saying. Like, do you, is the, like if you showed anybody that, you'd be like, should this person be in the finals? They'd be yeah. like, absolutely. Right. There, there. You're you have a, a essentially a sovereign a sovereign country with the, yep. with the PGA Tour and their yep. tours, and yep. every single state uses different currency. It's not a bad take. I like this. I like this theory. But like. So, so say Chip McDaniel goes and he finishes whatever he plays plays well at the Travelers or something, like just none of that counts. None, none of those points to Corn Ferry. Like, should those be like worth a point and a half on the Corn Ferry tour? And the I don't know. That, or like a guy on the web, mathematicians to figure out. Say some guy on the web is just lighting it up, and maybe you get like a web. Uh, what I'm sorry, a Corn Ferry point. Should be like point two of a FedEx Cup. Yeah, and you win so many corn ferry points that you translates to this amount of FedEx Cup. Points. And you're in the FedEx Cup playoffs. Yeah, it, like you know, there's a, there's a country I've been to that's got two currencies. 
What's that? Argentina. And their oh. their financial situation is a complete mess. They have a they have the blue rate, which is like the the street rate, and their official rate. It's a complete nightmare. <laughs> and that's essentially what what PGA Tour has going on right now. You got you got your your KFC rate. You know this is what you can buy with your points at KFC. <laughs> this is how much stuff you can ship at FedEx. FedEx, yeah. <laughs> and uh, you know until we get sponsors for those smaller tours, you know yeah. th- y- this money is only good in Latin America or Canada or China. <laughs> All right. Uh, anything else you want to hit on today? I got a great. Uh, would you want to get to the driver stuff? We can push that to Friday. I want to yeah. do skins game in Japan. Do you, think they're, te- do you think they're testing people this at, week at Memphis? Yeah. No. no. No testing. No. I mean, this is the. Here's, here's a question: Is Xander and uh, the other failures putting the driver that got this is? Do you oh, think they'll put putting the, it right back? Putting it right back in. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how any of this works. But all I know is we already have a smoking gun, that there's no testing. That's it. I'm not even pointing the finger at anybody, any particular manufacturer or player. I'm sure there are bad actors out there that work for manufacturers, bad actors out there who are players. I'm sure there are. But like the fact that there's no testing already is just – like these people are getting caught up in the specifics of the Xander test are like losing – sight of the bigger issue here like completely there's an and i'm hearing from i like hearing from other people and like like executives at like other sports leagues that do like have to regulate different technology or different like playing fields and they're like it's mind-blowing that none of like yeah it's crazy especially when you start talking about um like all the way up those tours we were just talking about mckenzie tour like who the hell knows what's going on down there yeah. Or Latino America, like that could be, some guy could be just hitting completely nuked piece of equipment. Like that's, that like you, you don't know what's going on at the lower tours. Like the fact that there's not like some reliable, consistent machine that they're using on the first tee. I mean, whatever every day. I don't care. The test sounds like it takes no time. So that's it. What's they already cra- got a smoke. What's gun. crazy is that like you the um the you can't tell. By the eye, this is just. I I wrote an article where I compared the 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 cyclists that put the motors. Like yeah. you can't tell if a bike has a motor in it or not. You can't tell if a driver is over a limit or not. Like there, the well, fact just, that there's no testing is insane. To clarify the motor thing, like they're like minuscule motors that they're putting in the frame of like the bike, or where yeah, how are they tiny, doing? Yeah. tiny? Because weight is everything in cycling. Like you want a right. light bike. And the, yeah. and basically what the motors do is they help them go up hills. So they'll have buttons and you'll see like it, if you're into watching funny stuff like and yeah. like the like how blatant cheating is in cycling can be yeah. it's like yeah. look up mechanical doping and uh, <laughs> and watch watch some of these bike uh, cyclists like just like go like way past like just fly past their competition when they're going up a hill and it's like yep they got a motor in that bike. uh so that that's it i mean the fact that again we're gonna keep talking about this There's, we're just hearing so many from so many people off the record on the record about this like like i don't think we need to get out of the forest of the xander thing like and these very specific numbers like Oh, you don't understand. They gain like a half yard, or this is within like the realm, the you know, the margin of error, and the, 
Like it's inconsistent tests from te- like the fact that there's no testing is the issue here, man. Like that, that there should be testing going on everywhere. And some guy that's gaining a yard is then going to be gaining two yards. Like it's a race to the bottom. All you need is a couple bad actors, and you'll have a race to the bottom. And whether the PGA Tour, which you know, as we've seen over and over again, they don't release drug testing. They don't really like, if, and they they set up certain courses for certain scores. Like, do they want to take this on or do they not? Like, this is an issue that the fact that it doesn't occur is crazy. And we're hearing from a lot of people who have much stronger backgrounds in it than we do that it's nuts that there's no testing. I'm not even talking about equipment people. I'm talking about people who operate sports leagues, people who are scientists. Like, it's crazy. Yeah, yeah, it's it's nuts. It's it's just, I it's a crazy story. And like, we'll keep on it. I mean, three yards in driving distance is the difference between being like fifty fiftieth on on the PGA Tour, and you know, it could be like fiftieth to thirtieth. Like, it's not yeah. like that's a big deal. Millions, millions. Yeah, of dollars. and like over the course of the thing about is is a small little advantage over a a really long season yeah. like the P, like the PGA Tour is that yeah. makes a big deal it's the same reason that a motor in a butt in a bike is a big deal over a 3 week long grueling race yeah like it may yeah. make a minuscule difference but that is over the a long period of time it's a big difference right and i don't and i'm not even i'm not even sure Xander i don't even know like whatever i don't want to get into specifics of this case like, players might not know if their driver's hot or not. That doesn't matter. Like, if you're teeing off with an illegal driver, you're teeing off with an illegal driver. Intent is beside the point. Although I'm sure there are some guys where there is intent involved. So. All right. Well, let's, All right. let's not beat this to death. We'll, we probably right. will. But um, <laughs> what, what was the thing you wanted to talk about? No, we'll talk about the Skins game. Or we can push a bunch to Friday. Skins yeah, we, game in Japan. We talked about that Skins game in Japan happening when uh, Tiger said he was going to play Japan. We were on it. PGA Tour sanctioned, which is unfortunate. But yeah, I mean, oh, it means well. pretty much will be sanitized, sterilized, and uh, and uh, n- there will be no fun, even though the slogan is "Live Under Par." <laughs> All right, I got to catch up. My family's on the beach. I'm just hiding. We'll uh, we'll, we'll, we'll reconvene and, and discuss a kind of rapid fire notes yeah. on uh, we'll get Friday. A b- big Friday, big flashback Friday. I'm coming. looking forward to this. I'm fired up. All right, everyone enjoy your uh, hump days, enjoy your Friday juniors, and we'll catch up with you on Friday.